Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. My cousin Marley and I grew up close, too close. Author Jacqueline Mitchard is speaking. We were separated by only one floor and one year. She could hear my tantrums. I could hear her parents fight. Both were frequent. One Christmas, she says, my parents finished the unheard of blue collar feat of building an apartment over my father's plumbing shop. I had to call Marley every night to boast. We got a used piano. We got vinyl love seats with tiki heads. We got a velvet painting of a Polynesian girl. And then Marley's father got a really used Cadillac, a peace offering to my aunt for his latest transgression. But his latest had been a doozy. Finally, my uncle had to go all the way to California to fetch my aunt from her parents' home. Marley was left with us. Nobody, least of all my aunt and uncle, bothered to think about Christmas presents. What we kids didn't realize was that their little construction project had just about emptied my parents' pocketbook. In fact, my brother, a toddler, got the same whinnying spring horse for the second time. He was too young to appreciate it, my mother said, when she hit it. My brother has never forgiven this. (laughs) But because I was old enough to remember, my mother had scrimped on groceries to give me only a few, but very fine presence. On the night before Christmas Eve, she called me into her bedroom. There on her bed were ice skates, a red grown-up cardigan, a jewelry box with a ballerina that twirled to music, and I have searched a hundred antiques websites in vain for something like this, a mouse house with cunning mouse parents and baby mouse twins, tiny as the end of my child's pinky. These are yours, said my mother. But Marley has nothing. She can have the ice skates, I said quickly. No fool. I never could ice skate anyhow and still can't. Okay, said my mother. But so slowly, I knew more was expected. And I knew that what was expected was the mouse house. I cried. My mother held me. But on Christmas morning, when my cousin, so hurt and prepared to be proud, opened her entirely unexpected gifts. She fixed her green eyes first on my mother, 
recognizing that there was a Santa Claus. And then she fixed those same green eyes on me. In that moment, everything changed. I learned why it is truly more blessed to give. We have never spoken of that Christmas. But last spring, when Marley's husband, only 45, had a quadruple bypass, I flew to Florida. The first thing I did was to take from my hand the only thing I had of my mother's, her worn wedding band with its row of tiny diamonds, and place it on Marley's finger. She hasn't taken it off since. In the fall, she came to visit me, bankrupt after a four-year fight to save her adopted son from his birth father. She took off the only thing of value she had left, a gold bracelet, and fit it onto my wrist. The bracelet depicts two dolphins leaping in tandem. And as we put our hands with their exchanged treasures, one on top of the other, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse.